0: All right, guys. Let's talk some preseason NBA. We got a four-game slate on Monday. If you guys are looking for more in-depth content, you can check out my Patreon link down below. A lot of different packages for DFS. Also offer a Prize Picks package. Prize Picks is a sponsor of the video. Make sure to use the code DKDFS for a one hundred percent match up to one hundred dollars, and take advantage of that if you are a first-time user. They do have NBA props, NFL props basically every single sport you can think of eSports, you can mix and match. Basically how it works is you pick two to five player props two up to five player props, and you can win up to 10 extra money. So, and give it a try if you are a first time user.
1: And yeah, let's recap my lineup uh, today. So, you know, just, <laughs> well, well, first, okay. So
0: yesterday I talked about this a little bit in my NFL video, I just made. But yesterday, I played college football DFS. All right. I played the main slate. My quarterback got injured. played the afternoon slate. Wide receiver got injured. Late slate, my running back got injured. So I'm thinking there's no possible. I've already been running bad, but there is literally no possible way I can run worse today than I did on Saturday. I was wrong. I ran worse. I joke about it in the Discord. And if you're in the Discord, you hear this from me multiple times a day. That no one runs worse. It's like a running joke.
1: I'm starting to believe it. I am literally starting to believe it a little bit. Like, does anyone run run worse than
0: me? I don't think so. I really don't. Like, I'm truly starting to believe it. Again, it's it's really a joke. But, like, I, I just... The stuff that happens to me on a day in, day out basis, I'm just like, I mean, like an injury and in every, I play college football, DFS here and there. I've been doing well. Yesterday, every slate, I have an injury. Today, you want to talk about the stuff that happened to me today? I had T. Higgins. He got injured. I took the over in Dalton Schultz player pop. He got injured.
1: Um, I uh, took, oh, oh, fire. Oh, yeah. This really pissed me off.
0: My first losing day on Picks NBA preseason. Took the under on well that hit. I took the under on Andrew Wiggins' points, 14.5. He shoots
1: 75% from three to go over by 0.5. Oh, no. Wait just one second, because there's one more talk
0: about. I take the under on Keegan Murray, 15 and a half points. We got news, the Kings are going to run 13 to 15 players. Really empty the bench. I'm thinking there is no, sure, he's a rookie. Sure, he's going to play about 20 minutes or so. There's no way, right? There's no way he's going to hit this. You know how I said Andrew Wiggins shot 75% from three? Keegan Murray shot 85% from three to go over his prop by 0.5. I lose both props by 0.5 because Wiggins shoots 75% from three. Murray shoots 85% from three.
1: What I said, right? I'm kind of joking about no one running worse, but also kind of serious. Right? And do not, and this,
0: I'm telling you, do not get me started on the things that occurred
1: in the Laker game tonight. Just do not. Okay? Well, let's rewind a couple days. Again, I
0: know I've talked about this before, but maybe, if you're, maybe you missed it, right? Had a 10% own LeBron James that we knew before the game started was going to play high 20s minutes. I was on pace to win thousands of dollars. Had LeBron smashing at halftime. I'm on pace to win thousands of dollars. Darvin Ham literally said high 20s minutes. So what happens... LeBron benched, doesn't come back, plays 15 minutes. And I lose out on thousands of dollars because. So I'm thinking, okay, okay, right. Lakers veterans, they haven't been playing in the second half. Anthony Davis literally, everyone rested the last game, but the game before Anthony Davis literally missed due to an injury. So I'm thinking, okay, a healthy LeBron coach just flat out lies and doesn't play in the second half. There is no way, right? Anthony Davis, is so fr- he's injured every game almost there's no possible way that he's playing into the second half right there i will there's no way and that makes no sense that makes no sense if he plays in the second half right it just makes no sense so i fade anthony davis because of it right i'm going to play guys who i
1: know are going to play in the second half i take a look at the ownership of anthony davis He's massive chalk.
0: So I'm like, all right. Yes, like the field, uh, they're getting half Anthony Davis. This is huge, right? There, again, no possible way that after, after what Darvin Ham did to me, a healthy LeBron sits him at halftime, that Anthony Davis literally injured everything? No, 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 no. No way.
1: No way is he playing in the second half. There's, I will, there's no way, Right. Well, you know, looking at the stats, uh, the first half, you know, a little bit tilted, right? Anthony Davis has
0: 22 real-life points at halftime, all right? I'm like, all right, you know, that's extremely unlucky for those that faded. You know, that's just, there's 22 points at halftime is is a little bit out of this world, right? But, all right, you know, he's 30 or so fancy points at halftime, all right? You know, a little bit tilted about how how... Uh, he ran in the first half, but that's okay, right? Because there is there's absolutely no chance, right? Zero, zero chance that shock Anthony Davis plays into the second half, right? Especially,
1: especially after what Darvin Ham did to me with LeBron James. Cost me thousands of dollars. No. Oh. Oh, yeah. You better believe massive chalk
0: Anthony Davis came right back out at halftime and played
1: another shift and absolutely smashed against the Lakers' front court. Right? Joke, but also kind of serious about no one running worse. I mean,
0: the, i i mean really the anthony davis the anthony davis thing just that made me the most mad of, of everything that happened tonight of everything that happened the last couple of days the anthony
1: davis returning at high and him playing the second half I had to compose myself for these, these, these videos. I had to. I was like, all right. right, got to get myself ready. But is Darvin Ham serious? It <sighs> all right. Going over my lap. Trey Jones, Anthony Edwards, Reeves, Colin Sabonis, Curry, Nas, Reed, and
0: Nurkic. Nas, Reed was a valid play. I was all over. He was a core play tonight for me. Absolutely smashed forty-one fancy points of low ownership. Also had Steph Curry as a core play. He went for thirty-five. Um, Zach Collins pivoted to him as a core option. Uh, I, I mentioned how you know he's probably getting, getting going to get in foul trouble because I, I made a pivot, and sure enough, he got in foul trouble. Right, it, it, it was just so typical. Um, so yeah, that was the recap. I missed the cash by about ten points in tournaments uh, because chalk AD played... Uh,
1: Darvin Ham, I mean, I have a list, right? I have a long list of coaches that we dislike. Darvin Ham, he's he's a new coach. So,
0: strike one with the LeBron stuff, right? Promising high 20s minutes, only playing in the first half, cost me thousands of dollars. That's strike one. Strike two,
1: what you just did with Anthony Davis tonight. Just. Absolutely no need like, for him to play in the second half. One more from him. He's added to the list. All right, now let's talk about this four-game slate, guys. So
0: Washington and Chicago, <laughs> Washington Sorry, it's been, a, it's been a long day. It's been a really long day. Washington and Charlotte. Brad Beal's in health and safety protocols. So he's not going to be playing in this game. So... Uh, let's start at the top with Porzingis and Kuzma, both pretty good options. I do prefer Porzingis. He's been starting at the five. Uh the starters have been playing in the second half the first couple of games. So if we know for sure they are gonna play in the second half again in this game, I think Porzingis makes for a great option. Also, fantastic matchup against the Charlotte front court. So he looks good. I think Kuzma's solid as well. Both the top spin-ups here for Washington look good. And then with no Brad Beal, you're gonna have a lot more usage for guys like Monta Morris and Will Barton. I think both are solid options in the mid-range. Morse six one, Barton six nine. Um, those guys are both decent plays, and then Denny's a bit banged up. Uh, Johnny Davis, a bit banged up. We'll, we'll keep an eye on their status. Uh, Davis is awful in my opinion, but he's been playing pretty big myths through the first couple of games, so he is in play at four thousand dollars. Rui Hashimura, well, the game's no longer being played in Japan, so we'll we'll see if like maybe he's not as, as aggressive in this game, but he's he played really well in those two games in, in Japan, so he's a viable option. Daniel Gafford again, that backup five. He'll be very productive when he's in the court. Always something that I do have a little bit of interest in. DeLon Wright should get some backup point guard run. He's actually played relatively well. Only 3.1K is in play. All right, moving on to Charlotte. So, was this team bad? I mean, they are bad. There's, there's bad, and then there's what this Charlotte Hornets team. I mean, they're, they're right there with the Jazz. Right now. The bench unit, I've talked, talked about this last couple. Of, there's no bench unit that's worse right now than the Charlotte Hornets bench. No bench unit that's worse. But let's talk about the two guards here with LaMelo and Rozier. So we did get confirmation before lock last game that starters, those two are going to play about 30 minutes. They both smashed, especially LaMelo went for, um, or that's his stat line from pre- uh, the game two games ago. But he had a, I don't know what it was, but he finished with a lot of fancy points last game. If we're going to get, you know, close to 30 minutes again from the two guards and Ball and Rozier, I think both look good. Probably small lean to Ball, but like the ceiling of both of them. Um, Kelly Oubre has been the clear number three option here. Um, He played 25 minutes last game. I think he's a pretty good option there in the mid-range. Not a ton of interest in Washington or Plumlee. I think there's other mid-range options I'd rather take a shot on. Now, we did get confirmation that Mark Williams is going to play the backup five last game. He's 3.4K. If we know that for sure, again, I think you can utilize him for value. Oak Knight uh, shot 0 of 9 three games ago. He shot 0 of 8 last game. He has been awful, but he's been a high usage player when he's out there being that backup guard. So at the flatman price, Worth a dart throw in tournaments. Philadelphia and Cleveland. So these two teams played a couple days ago. They only played the starters in the first half. You would think that starters would play a bit more in this game, but we'll monitor it. Um, Montrez Harrell, dealing with the strain. We'll see if he's going to be available. Um, But yeah, starters. So you got Embiid, You got Harden at the top. Um, I mean, if we get news, for sure the starters didn't play in the second half. Then Embiid's going to be the guy for me, Uh, but Harden would still be viable as well. So again, uh, if they're only going to play the first half, probably wouldn't go there. Harris, not really for me with Embiid and Harden most likely both playing, and then Tyrese Maxey. This guy's just going to chalk when he's out there. So I'm okay with him in the mid range. Again, he does have a high ceiling for sure, but um, floor goes a bit. If floor is a bit lower when he's playing alongside guys like Embiid and Harden. No interest in PJ Tucker. Uh Melton will be a high usage guy off the bench, but he's 5.9k. It's like eh. eh. Yep, Paul Reed is playing the backup five five now. He's only uh dollars so he's the flat min price. And he might not have Montrez Harrell, too. So I do like some Paul Reed there. Again, a decent point per minute guy. Other bench options, a little bit interesting. Shake Milton. He had a really good game last game, but um don't know if we can he can replicate that type of production. Moving on to Cleveland. So Cleveland, Evan Mobley is probably not going to be playing for this one, That he's not overly concerned about his availability for the season opener. So don't think he'll play in this game, but again, we'll, we'll monitor it. Um, Mitchell and Garland should lead the offense here. Mitchell had a really solid game in the first half. Um, so both the guards in play here with Mitchell and Garland. Allen at 8-1 is fine, but I think there's other spend ups I'd probably prefer. You also have Karis LeVert start and Kevin Love. So the, the downside of this Cleveland starting lineup. Where this is what they started last game. Mitchell, Garland. Levert, Love, Allen is a lot of high usage guys, right? Basically outside of Allen, the two guards, Levert's going to chuck when he's out there and Kevin Love too. So like that is the downside is this is a relatively balanced starting five. If that's going to be what they start again. Um, so the two guards in play. And then I think Kevin Love would be the other guy I would look to, who's going to be productive when he's out there. But uh, again, 6.7 K is still not super cheap. Bench. Not a ton I trust. I mean, you saw decent minutes for Dean Wade. You saw Robin Lopez get back at five minutes. Yeah, like a Coro and Osman, Raul Neto. It's a pretty gross bench. Not a ton that I love here on the Cleveland bench. Houston and Miami. So I'm going to say it every video, but man, I love this Houston team. I love this Houston team. I am so excited for this team this year to watch them for DFS, for everything. Love them. Been talking about Tari Easton, rookie of the year since Summer League. Talking about Alfred and Sangoon, you guys know how much I love him. He's going to win most improved, most improved player. Yes. Eason's winning uh, rookie of the year. Sangoon's winning most improved player. The answer is yes. That's happening. We um, yeah, two guards here with KPJ Jay, and Jalen Green. Uh, so we got to keep an eye on Jabari Smith and Eric Gordon. Um, Jabari Smith actually already ruled out, and did they rule out Eric Gordon too? Let's see. They did. So both Eric Gordon and Jabari Smith rolled out. You should get a starting lineup here of Porter, Green, Tate, Sengun, and K.J. Martin would be my guess. So two guards look great. Again, they're going to run the show. KPJ a little bit of higher floor. Jalen Green um, does have a ceiling but a little bit more scoring dependent. Not a ton of interest in J. Sean Tate. There's a Valley guy I would rather go to off the bench. We'll talk about here in a sec. My boy, Sengun. It's a tough matchup here against Miami. Like Bamba Abayo is one of the better defenders in the league. But Singun playing the five, I think he's a pretty solid play. My only worry is he is prone to foul trouble. And I think that's something we actually do have to worry about a little bit here. Um, So did want to mention that. KJ Martin most likely starts at the four. I think he's a viable value play. Uh, But the guy I would rather go to off the bench is Eason. And he's been someone I've been all over the last couple games. He is still only 3.4K. So he's going to be popular but this guy's been phenomenal off the bench. So maybe they even start him. I mean, maybe they start Tari Easton instead of K.J. Martin. They could. Maybe they run a starting lineup of KPJ, Green, Tate, Eason, and Goon. Could happen. Don't really know if there's anyone else. I'll mention Josh Christopher, probably the only bench guy I would consider outside of Eason. Christopher will also chuck when he's out there. Um, good on the offensive end. So he's the last guy. I don't think I want to mess with Dusty Favors or any of these other bench guys. Moving on to Miami. So... Uh, Miami looks like everyone's going to be available for this game. We'll keep an eye on news here for the starters, but they've kind of taken it easy so far in some of the bets. like Jimmy and Lowry for a few of these games only played the first half. Um, so it kind of comes down to news, which we may or may not get, but Bam and and Hero have been playing in the second half in the games that they have uh, played. So Bam, Hero, probably going to be your safest bets of these spend-ups here. Um, Oladipo might even be back for this game. We'll see. Again, he's not on the injury report right now. So Miami's just kind of a big question mark with who... Is everyone for sure going to play here? And if they, if they do, who exactly is playing what, right? So a little bit tricky to break down right now for the Heat. But I think, again, mainly Hero Bam. If they do end up resting some of these guys again, then we can start talking about some of these value plays, which we were all over last night. Finally, Phoenix and Denver. So Phoenix, no campaign, no Jay Crowder, no Cam Johnson. So they're going to be relatively thin. I think they probably start Tory Craig for Cam Johnson. Um, as far as the top-end guys go, Booker and Paul are the two guys I like, and Paul's got a pretty high floor and high ceiling with he knocks down his shots, and Booker has a super high ceiling if he can hit his shots. So the two guards I do like quite a bit here for Phoenix. Um, DeAndre Ayton, I think, is a decent play at 7-9, but would rather go to the guards. Bridges feels a bit too pricey for me at 6-5. I would rather go to high-usage players at that price point. Um, Torrey Craig most likely starts. Um, if he's going to be popular, I think he's fish food. If he's going to be low-owned, then you can play him, but... I don't want to play a shock Tory Craig on, on a preseason slate, like I said. So we'll see. Uh, again, I'll, I'll try to gauge what the ownership's going to be there. Um, Jock Landl's been a guy I've, been, I've really been high on the last couple of slates. He's done pretty well. He's been in the backup five. Um, he'll be productive. He's on the court. I think he's a viable option. And then as far as backup point goes, I mean, we got a few guys with no campaign, like Shamit, Damian Lee, TLC. Ugh. Yeah, that just... That Really does make me want to throw up inside this bench of TLC, Damian Lee, Landry Shammit. These guys are playable. They'll get minutes, but ugh, I don't feel great about any of those guys. Uh, Darius Sarge should get a little bit of run, 237. Um, he's actually decent as far as point per minute goes. So he's someone I think is at least in consideration as well. Finally, Denver. So they have Jokic and Murray list as questionable, but I think they're more on the doubtful side. Do not expect them to go. We'll monitor news here. Last game they started, dusty DeAndre Jordan. Like, just start your young guys. Start your young guys, right? Why? 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 Why, Why are we starting DeAndre Jordan, right? But Jordan actually is, even though he's complete dust. He's not bad point per minute. So if he starts for Jokic, you can use him at 3.4. Um, with Jokic Murray most likely not playing, Gordon, MPJ are guys that are going to have more usage. And then you most likely do get Bones Highland starting. If that is the case, Bones Highland's going to chuck when he's out there. I do like him. Uh, I am not tilted whatsoever about the last couple games here for Bones Highland. I played him a couple games ago uh, when Mike Malone said they're going to play the bench shooting a lot. He played 13 minutes. Didn't play him next game. Bones Highland had like 30 real life points. Also with Jordan Poole tonight. Played him the first
1: couple of preseason slates. Awful shooting. Finally faded tonight. A 50 bomb for Poole. Again, the joke. Also kind of serious. The one runs worth Um KCP, meh, nah, Bruce Brown, it's fine.
0: Zeke Nagy, should get some backup five run. I actually do think he's intriguing. Um, so a little bit interesting a guy like Zeke Nagy there at that price. And then yeah, guys. So that will wrap up the video. Uh, let me just say this:
1: Can we please have a slate where coaches don't lie? Please have a slate where I don't have any injuries, and please
0: have a slate where I don't have any of my low-owned players getting massive foul trouble. I don't ask for much. I really don't. I just want to run neutral. Like, I just want to run neutral. It's anything but running awful like I have been last. So, again, guys, appreciate for watching.
1: Um, good luck on this four-game slate, and I will see you all in the next video.